quite unusual. Hello, and welcome to Strange Encounters with Quite Unusual, our once-monthly interview series. We are your hosts. I'm Noelle. And I'm Nicole. And today we are so freaking excited to introduce our guest, Ken Bogle. Hi, Ken. Hi, gals. How are you, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. I'm well, thanks. Great. Good. Ken Bogle has been studying, reading, and using tarot for more than 30 years, traveling all over the world for his clients. Many even say that he has helped them change their lives. His direct, intense, and entertaining approach to tarot has garnered the respect of not only his clients, but all of those who have followed his career. Ken is now one of the stars of Hulu and Disney's Living for, Living for the Dead, which we are living for just in general. We are living for living for the dead. We are. <laughs> For sure. If anyone hasn't seen Living for the Dead, first of all, how dare you? And second, you got to watch it. It's on Hulu. Just let me know. I'll give you my login. <laughs> it follows the five queer ghost hunters that crisscross the country, helping the living by healing the dead. It's it's fantastic, Ken. It's Thank great. You. Great work. I love what I love about it is that it's a ghost hunting show. But it's not just a ghost hunting mm-hmm. show. It's like no. there's emotions, there's relationships. I really like how you guys go, you go to an area, you're investigating an area, but then you go to like a bar in town and you talk to the locals. <laughs> it's like you get that community too. And I'm sure it helps with your investigations as well. Oh, for sure. Because like who knows better than people in the community? Right. Like they've been there or their families have been there for, you know, goodness knows how long. And they they have stories that were experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, they themselves grew up. I mean, you have to go get you have to do the townie beat. You have oh, yeah. to do the townie beat. You have That's to. what we call it. The, <laughs> the townie beat. The townie bars. It's like where all the like the deep lore lives, you know? <laughs> and vodka. Vodka lives there. Oh, yeah. Uncle Ken. Uncle Ken loves the vodka. Uncle yeah, Ken. I sure do. <laughs> Uncle Ken loves the vodka. That's kind of the thing that happened in the show. Um, we're all gifted in like tremendous ways. You know, Roz is a researcher, paranormal mm-hmm. enthusiast, has been for ages. Juju's a, a spiritual healer witch. Logan's a, a, one of the best mediums I've ever seen. Alex is a tech guru and a fantastic paranormal investigator. Um, and I, I said to the producers uh, from Queer Out for the Straight Guy, who's a scout production company, mm-hmm. uh, Emmy Award winning, um well done them uh but i said to david collins one of the heads of scout i said i don't really know why i'm here i said they're all young i'm i turned i turned 40 in like days i'm like they're all young 40 is not old though 40 is no 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 one said it was no no i'm just saying i to give you reference they're Mm. all younger they're all Mm. beautiful they're all like forest fires and i'm like a house plant what the fuck am i sorry can i say that of course of course we encourage it so sorry okay um what what am I doing here? And he said, uh, "Kid, you're the dad. You're, you're you're like the dad." He's like, "I've watched you open doors for people. I've watched you help people cross streets. I've watched you hold somebody's hand. They've held your hand. You all." He's like, "You love them, just love them, and and participate in a way that you in, in only a way that you can." Wow, they say chivalry's so, dead, but no one's met Ken Bogle, so that's absolutely. You can ask anybody on that. The whole production, no matter if they did audio to carrying snacks, they'll all tell you that. 
I'm just so Southern. I can't help it. Anyway, <laughs> so I was like, clearly they don't need daddying. Like this isn't it. But uh, I am daddy for a lot of people in my my LGBT community. Uh, I am pretty daddy vibes. So I was like, you know, I just be that uncle, be Uncle Ken, and it became a thing. Where it's like Uncle Ken. Like that's sort of what it was. It was great. It was wonderful. I love that. Yeah, I love that too. Your funkle. What? No, what is it? Gunkle. Your gunkle Ken. Gunkle. 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 A funkle gunkle though. A funkle yeah. gunkle. <laughs> I love to see it. I'm going to steal that. I'm going to steal that. It's all yours. So I have to say, um, I don't know if you can relate to this. I know you can a little bit. Um, but, you know, growing up, like, obviously we all believed in ghosts. We all believed in aliens, all this stuff. Right. And so it kind of put like the weird kid target a little bit on our backs. And then. I, also a proud member of the LGBT, um, it was like a double, like, oh, like, you love ghosts, and, like, you're kind of gay, and, like, I don't know, I just felt, like, very, like, I don't want to say weird, I felt very other to a lot of, like, other people, so sure. seeing a show, I mean, I'm over 30, and we're not going to name <laughs> how old we are, um, <laughs> But seeing a show that sort of like represents like my communities is huge. Like I, yeah. in a way, never thought that I would see that on TV, let alone Disney and Hulu, like these major networks. And it's just it's amazing. And it is a breath of fresh air. And I want to say, first of all, thank you for being a part of it. You're incredible. The whole cast is incredible. Everyone is incredible. And also, I feel like it's going to open a lot of doors for kids that identify is in a lot of those ways that say like, you know, I can do this too. They're doing it. They're on TV. They're on these cool networks. They're making a living doing this. I can too. And how does that, how does that feel? Does it feel amazing? Uh, it, my, my sole purpose in life is to be my brother and sister's keeper. Like I, I don't think there's any other reason in the world why I was created. I think that at the end of the day, my job is to make the life of others better. Um, and it feels amazing that this show is doing it. I had a, a message from a mother who said that her 14 year old daughter, 14 or 15 had, um, tried to take her own life by mm -hmm. swallowing a bottle of pills oh, wow. and that she was in the hospital under observation and it was like family day or whatever. And the mom took in the media player, plugged it into the TV and they watched living for the dead. They were just, they like, we just randomly picked it. Yeah. And she said that my daughter asked, even though she's like, she said, I'm sure you can't get in touch with him, but if you could please write Ken and tell him, thank you. If he can make it after all he's been through, I think I can too. Oh. Immediately waterfalls. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, and I was an emotional wreck after that. So to have affected one person that way yeah. is phenomenal. But I get messages like that every single day. When the f show first aired on October 17th, uh, I received, I think it was something in the neighborhood of 20 messages in a two-week period that were that, that were like that. I also received requests to be, to join Thruples, oh. to get married, to okay. get married. And I received several unsolicited body pics, oh. um, some well, of which I saved. Well, some ooh. of which. I mean, they gave them to you. It's a gift. It's yours. Like that's for I you. Mean, why not? <laughs> that's I, of course, do not reciprocate because Disney does not appreciate mm. that. But no, Disney's anti dick pic. I think. Yeah. I'm gonna, <laughs> I mean, I don't know for sure. But uh, I don't know. I they you could be pro dick pic. No, maybe <laughs> Disney After Dark. I, mean, I don't know. 
I mean, it's, I'm sure that all of my syncopation will eventually get linked. And I, I'm happy about <laughs> it because I looked great back then. So roll that beautiful boggle footage, kid. I that's think right. that's going to be great. Up next on Disney Plus, Ken Boggles. <laughs> Ken Boggles. <laughs> on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So basic question, but how did you get into the paranormal? Like, how did you get started with paranormal? Well, I grew up in a haunted house. Yes. Yeah, amazing. Um, and it, it, I've told this story so often that it kind of all blends, like it, it sort of feels old to me, but mm -hmm. at the time it was horrific. Yeah. I mean, horrific. Um, the house was split level. So the upstairs was above ground and the downstairs was uh, mm -hmm. below mm -hmm. and 20 to 30 yards away from the house in the backyard was a cemetery not like these really great manicured cemeteries not with like these beautiful stones these were like really old Appalachian grave sites that uh -huh. are just a forgotten cemetery I mean it was like you couldn't even get to it without going through people's backyards and um, you have the cemetery there you have rushing water on uh, the side and underneath the house and then we had power lines that crossed Mm -hmm. the house the perfect so storm it was perfect storm right. and then you have somebody who's born naturally intuitive who's mm -hmm. living there and um at night i would uh from the first night i lived there till i got it sorted out um i would hear this what i called the the walking would start and it was this man spirit male spirit mm -hmm. and he had something wrong with his back leg and he would uh Step, slightly drag. Step, oh, wow. slightly drag. It's creepy. Step. And then I knew it was about to happen, right? Like, I was like, he's coming to the door. And he would come to the door frame, and he would put his head around the door, and he'd look mm. at me. And I would be a wreck. I couldn't even, it wasn't sleep paralysis. I could move. Yeah. But I didn't want to. Mm -hmm. I would just be like, that he would come into the room, and he'd go over to the left side of my bed, and as he did, three women would come in oh, and they would goodness. all get around the bed and they would all lean in on top of me. I'm telling you this far from my face. And oh, then while gosh. they weren't saying anything, it felt like they were screaming. Like it wow. felt like it felt like they were screaming at me. So I went home to uh, my granny's house. Went to see Gran and uh, <laughs> Granny is an old Southern Appalachian mm -hmm. kitchen witch and uh, Christian based and lovely and wonderful. Uh, she smoked Doral cigarettes and she said <laughs> Ken Jr., you look like shit. What's the matter with you? I, I said, her. I said, uh, what's Granny's way of saying that she loves you? Yeah. What's wrong? Was, you, <laughs> you look, look like, like shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell's the matter? And uh, I just started crying and I told her and she held my hand and she said, um, now you know what your daddy's like. She said he'd beat us both if he knew I was going to talk to you about this. But she said, I'm the same way. I <sighs> see spirits. But she didn't call them spirits. She called them Haynes. She oh, said, yeah. I see Hanks. Yeah. yeah. And she said, now, now your granny's going to help you through it. She taught me how to protect, how to turn off, how to release. Wow. She taught me. I then went sometime later to my Aunt Caroline's and uh, she taught me how to read fortune with fortunes with the poker deck, you know, like poker cards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. And I went back to granny's and I was like, look what I could do. And she was like, that's good. But real boys use tarot. Real men, you read tarot cards. Tarot. <laughs> I love it. And I was like, okay, cool. So she's like, I grinned and get you some money. And she got me some money. And we went into a local bookstore, which was like an oasis in the desert because it had a little bit of culture there in southeastern yeah. Kentucky. And uh, she would go in and she would get dirty romance books. <laughs> and 
I went around the corner and got, you know, a deck of Alice in Wonderland tarot cards, and uh, she sort of instructed me on how to learn them. And wow. uh, that's where it all started. That was 31 years ago. June will make 32 years, and I've been communicating with spirit shuffling cards ever since. That's an amazing story. Oh, I love and Granny too. Granny sounds like a bad bitch. I'm gonna say it. Okay, <laughs> she was she was a bad bitch. And the thing is, uh, I could tell you plenty of stories. I won't waste your time. But there was there was one day where uh, my parents were divorced, and I'd go home with Granny as she went home, and she mm -hmm. would take me to her place. Yeah. And uh, I left every Friday at two o'clock. Granny said, "Hallway two o'clock, no later than two fifteen, or I'm yeah. coming for you." Um, <laughs> which means I don't want you to dawdle, you know? Yeah, anyway, so I, I was sitting there in class and the teacher was like, where do you think you're going? I was like, it's Friday. I'll leave every Friday at two o'clock. No, you're not. You'll sit down. And I sat there and watched the clock tick. Yeah. And then it got to two, like two twenty something. And then you heard boom, a door just slammed open at the end of the hallway, all the way at the end of the hallway. There were like 10 classrooms before you got to that door. Boom, Kenneth Ray, now. <laughs> And she went up to the door and the teacher was like, and who are you? And she said, she said, I will cut your head and serve it on a silver platter. I will, she said, that is my baby and he's mine back yeah. up. And she said a lot of other stuff too. But when she told that teacher she'd cut her head and serve it on a silver platter, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. So I was like, going home with Granny. Like, right. I told like, you. She was, she was iconic, babe. She was iconic. She was great. That, she sounds so amazing. Seriously, like such a badass. And I love that you yeah. guys were able to bond over like this little secret. Like, like I oh. also see dead people kind of, I communicate that whole thing. That's amazing. Yeah. So in the house, in the haunted, you lived in the haunted house. Were you the only one that was getting, like you were the only one seeing these things or was anyone else in your family having these experiences? So I believe what was in the house destroyed our family. Oh, wow. I believe that wholeheartedly. We became violent. Yeah. There was a lot of violence. There was a lot of heartbreak, grief, constant money problems, constant health issues. Yeah. Uh, that my mother tells the story that uh, she was in bed one night and she could hear growling, the growling of dogs wow. around the bed. That's dark. And at the same time, my Aunt Laura, who was staying with us at the time, was in a separate bedroom, and she screamed out, Lou Bug, which is what we call Mom. Her name is Mary Lou. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lou Bug, do you see that dog? And Mom came out of bed, and she was like, Loretta, you know, and like, they go to the house. Um, I, I once went to sleep because when Mommy first got divorced, she, we, we had this enmeshed relationship where I became the man of the house, and I would sleep next to her. Also, yeah. why would you want to sleep along when people are walking down the hall looking at oh, you? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean... I don't want to be, I mean, our house is haunted and I don't want to be home alone, period, <laughs> at 2 period. p.m. on a right. Tuesday in the sunniest day ever. I don't want it. So I get it. It's, you get it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I would sleep in mom's bed. And uh, it was every night, it was, every Sunday night was the same. We'd go to the tanning bed. We'd come home. I'd go to bed. She'd watch a movie of the week. Um, and then she'd come home. She'd come to bed. Um, I was laying there one night and I could hear the TV in the living room. And I said, Mommy, you left the TV on because I could feel her in bed next to me. I was like, Mommy, mm -hmm. you left the TV on mommy and i reached behind me and i felt a kneecap in mm -hmm. the shin i was like mommy and i tapped it nothing and i looked over nothing oh, i God. came out of that bedroom quicker than shit i ran down <laughs> that hall so fast in my whitey tighties i looked on bobby yeah. hill like a little potato running the crying mommy 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 um we were all sitting there in the living room once when the ten commandments came off the wall we were all sitting there in the living room with the trim molding that had been nailed in popped off and was thrown down 
the staircase. Wow. And the house now sells every two to three years and they follow the same, follows the same pattern where first they sleep there. Then a couple of lights are left on at night. And then mm. eventually all the lights are left on. And uh, mom got a call from a neighbor who said uh, one night, she said, uh, Mary Lou, there's a man and three women standing in the bay window. <gasps> yep. That's what you saw. And she, yeah. she looked at me and she was like, you weren't, you weren't wrong. Wow. You know? So yeah, it was incredibly creepy, but yeah, it, uh, uh, even, even great big beer, all straight men can't live there by themselves. It's, it's a horrific <laughs> life. It's terrible. It sounds, it sounds really difficult. It sounds very, just like the energy yeah. just is bad. And it's like, oh gosh. And you were such a little kid and you had to deal with all of that. Yeah. And yeah. the trouble with it was that, uh, we weren't allowed to talk about it. Because oh, we sure. would get we we would get beat anyway, you know. Like uh, we had an abusive family, but we weren't allowed to talk about it because mm -hmm. my father was there. But uh, it it lends itself to it lends itself to saying that there's a great amount of who I am is based in that trauma yeah. of what happened. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're incredible. So I mean. Well, thanks, babe. I unfortunately. Try. unfortunately I, I, Everything we go through turns us into what we are, but you're amazing, so nailed it. Love you for that. I think you can always turn your the poison in your life into medicine. I think you can always do that. Oh, I yeah. love that. I'm gonna write that down and put it. I'm gonna make like a graphic that has like a <laughs> rainbow behind it that's like unicorns running. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in living for the dead. Um, you're like the, I guess, resident tarot reader. Like that's your thing in the group. So how do you use tarot in your investigations? How do you use it to communicate with spirits and try to, I guess, amp up your, in, your investigations? So, um, it's not traditional and in no way is it necessary to have a tarot card reader. You know, when you have yeah. a psychic like Juju and Logan and then, uh, everybody else has something of an intuitive ability. And then Logan's this right. amazing medium. Like, why would you need a tarot card reader? And um, I, find, I found that uh, tarot card reading in paranormal investigations can actually uncover a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, helps you it helps you understand, is there actually a spirit here? If so, what are their intentions? What are their motivations? Mm -hmm. um, what do they have to say? And uh, it also helps you figure out the people you're there to help. Yeah, because some people like in Living for the Dead, we had an episode uh, at uh, the house in the I think it's called the Haunting in the Desert or something. Oh, the, at the mansion. Um, yeah, in the mansion. Yeah, because some people you go to help aren't quite honest, and yes. tarot cards have a great way of figuring that out. Right. Yeah, I think yeah. it adds like a tangible element to it. Also, you know, like it's a lot of people are so skeptical of you just oh you're just hearing voices in your head you're just making it up whatever like all this stuff, but you're, I mean, you're flipping out cards. You're like, well, the cards are actually telling this story and you can pull back to what the actual meaning of those cards is. And it just adds yeah. like a real, like tangible proof to it. And also you look really cool doing it. I mean, you're just like <laughs> flipping cards, you got your hat on, you just like gambit from the X-Men, like whatever, throwing cards down. <laughs> Not gambit from X-Men, yeah. He's also a queer icon, okay? Nothing can convince oh me otherwise. I had the biggest, he was my, he was my cartoon crush <laughs> he, years it's pretty six hot. to nine. He is hot AF. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm going to use that. I love that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but there's a spread that I do called the mirror. Okay. 
I use it on the living and I use it on the dead. Um, it, it, it's from, it's from uh, one of the Buddhist teachings that says, in order to understand any person or phenomena, you must understand these 10 factors. And I was having surgery, uh, my gallbladder removed, and they, they put me under. Uh, the doctor ran late. They woke me up, put me back in recovery. And then he rushed in and was like, no, 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 put him back under. Oh, wow. So I was really out. Yeah. And when I woke up, this and in the recovery room, all I could see was this spread. And I said to the nurse, I need a pen and I need paper. And she said, no, honey, you need to get up because you have the heartbeat of a dying tortoise right now. And we, and I was huge. I was like 284 pounds back then. Like, we got to get you up. And yeah. like, you, you have to wake up. And I was like, I need a pen and piece of paper. And so uh, they gave it to me. I drew it on the back of an envelope. I took it home. Mm-hmm. And it just tells you every single thing you need to know about a spirit. There's nobody else in the world that does it. Yeah. If they do, they owe me money because they learned it from me. That's intellectual property. That's right. God, the mirror, TM. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> wow, that's really cool. So what is like, like when, like the first card, is it some, can you tell us a little bit about it? Like the first card is, is there a spirit here? Or like, what's kind of like the, the pattern? You don't have to well, tell us everything. Yeah, yeah don't tell us all. We don't yeah, want anyone to steal your that, shit. No. That, that would die with me. In fact, I'll probably teach it to one person before I go. But okay, well, I'm um, available, so you let me know. <laughs> we so we dabble. <laughs> there, there are literally people who will just random message and be like, "Are you ready to tell me yet?" And I'm like, "No." Okay, that's aggressive. <laughs> What's worse, that or a dick pic? Honestly, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, send a dick pic. We'll talk. Right. Um, if it's good, if impress it's, me. If it's yeah. yeah. If it's not impressive, we're not doing it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, but I do get to reserve the right to show it to all my girlfriends and laugh about it. Oh, that, that obviously. Just, That's uh, like the rule of any dick pic ever. Go straight yes. to the GC. We all laugh about it. We all make a nickname about it. <laughs> yes. So the first thing I do is a, a yes or no spread. It okay. just says, is there a spirit here? And that's five cards. The majority, each card has a value of yes or no. And the majority rules, if you've got a three card yes, it's probable Four card yes is yes. If there's a five card yes, then you know that there's something there. Cool. Conversely, the same with no's. Um, but then after that, I I do the I do the mirror. Very mm-hmm. cool. And um, it was the I think it was uh, uh, the House of Wheels. Uh, a lot of what I found didn't come up in the show, and mm-hmm. a lot about what we found out later did not come up in the show. <clears throat> because it was it was pretty ag- aggressive, but really? um, but it, it it sitting there in that house reading the house because the house which could pass for olded Swiss cheese there's so many holes in this place yeah <clears throat> and you, like the wind would whip through we were all covered up in coats sitting next to fires yeah that were like mm-hmm. furnaces <clears throat> that we brought because oh, he had no heat in the place it was oh, terrible wow. that's awful and, and there I was in this like old auditorium by myself with like curtains ripped holes in the scene and it, everything's dust and dirty and I was like this is iconic yeah, right? <laughs> I look amazing right now yeah this is a mood someone take a picture right. <laughs> yeah I was all it was a mood and it's it's it is one of my least favorite places I've ever been yeah I think real evil exists there Ooh. I think real evil exists there and I think that it's amplified and it's 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 an egregore it's it's horrible it's a terrible place yeah well, with such history though that idiot i'm sorry but i'm gonna say it <laughs> that it. idiot should willingly and lovingly turn that house over to the naacp yeah 
and say, this is a place of cultural significance for the oh, black community. Yeah, sure. And if you all, you all have the money, fix it up or tear the sucker down and let's erect a real center under Mr. Wills's name yeah. right. to help the community. But that, that he, that, that character needs to not know. I, I could skip him. If it's all the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To turn it, I mean, such a negative place into something positive, what I'm sure yeah. just the yeah. whole vibe of it, which is right. do a 180. Yeah. And that community desperately needs a place for the young people to go. Yeah. Because if you don't help raise the children, the world will raise the children. If right. you don't raise your kids, the world will. And the world is a dark, scary place, especially for young, uh, young people of color, any yeah. color. It's a dangerous, dark place. And, you know, they, they need something to keep them busy. They need something to learn and to grow and to have real positive community. Yes. I love your outlook on everything. You're so... <sighs> You're just so positive. It's amazing. Really? Because I was afraid I was boring you. I'm like, I'm no, so afraid. No. Oh my gosh, no. No, we just have wrestling bitch face. That's how it works. <laughs> it look like we're pissed off I'm all the thrilled. time. I'm I'm a little sweaty because I'm nervous, but it's just the way my face looks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we love all of it. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's amazing. So in Living for the Dead, you did they approach you or did you have to apply? How was like the team like assembled? So... Initially, I avoided it. Oh, there was this tweet that went out about Kristen Stewart's LGBTQ show, and oh, I was yeah. like, "Yeah, and I'd already done TV because yeah. I'd I'd had a TV show for Mick Groff and Elizabeth Saint when they were doing Cosm and Bitty Space. Oh, cool! Called Tarot called Tarot Date with Ken Vogel. I think you can still join their site and, and play it. I think. Oh, uh, <clears throat> but I I I was like, I've already done TV, and it wasn't. It wasn't the experience of doing it because mm -hmm. I loved doing it. It was kind of what happened in my personal life by doing it. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so I was like, I'm, I've done it. And that's television history. Nobody's ever done a TV show about terrible before. It's no big deal. But I kept getting these direct messages and people were like, you have to see this. It just it went from Twitter to Facebook. you got to see this. And then Elizabeth Saint wrote me and said, have you seen this? And I was like, bitch, no, <laughs> no. I have, and she said, well, you need to apply to be on it. And I said, I've already done it, sis. And she was like, well, no, actually, I just applied. Yeah. And they asked me who they wanted on the show, and I said, your show would be nothing without Kim Bargle. And she said, so you kind of owe me one. They want you to fill out this form, and you need to do these things. I was like, okay. So I did. And the more I got to, like, meet the cast, because we went through several interviews. Oh, there really? was thousands of people. Thousands yeah, of people. I'm sure, yeah. We went through several interviews, got to meet everybody. I was like, God, no, I really want this. Like, the more that I was in it, I was like, I, I want, really want this. And um, we all ended up in California. It mm -hmm. went from thousands to 12 that took us to this mansion in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. It was surrounded by Emmys. Like, <laughs> I went up. I didn't touch it, but I did look at it, and I almost oh. wanted to like lick it. I was like, "Just let me lick it." Yeah, just yeah. like a little, like, like just, just like a little, it. like a cat lick, yeah. like a little cat lick. Because yeah. it's like, it, they're gorgeous. I don't know if you've ever seen one in person, but it, mm. it's it's no. like it's so beautiful you could lick it. You know how things can be. Things can be that way sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I ever happen to like have the chance to lick one, I will do it, and I will let you ex know exactly oh how God, it is. Please, yes. Yeah, I'll let you. Know take a video send it to send it to me <laughs> i would live for that i would live for that um so then that's where they took 12 people uh throughout the course of a weekend they would send people home oh wow and you know we were all hanging out and suddenly somebody would come in with tears in their eyes and like well that's it i'm going home and mm -hmm. then there were seven left the seven of us got in a group chat 
built some camaraderie. Yeah. And then uh, this time last year that they called and said, here are the, here are the spooky bitches. These are the five spooky bitches. Wow. And uh, yeah. And then from that point, we all joined a separate GC and we just texted with each other and we would chat and talk and uh, FaceTime and it, we've done it nonstop ever since. That's awesome. Now you guys are just yeah. one big happy family. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. I wish, I wish uh, because we, the thing when you get to know people is that you go through an evolution, you, yeah. you yeah. grow mm-hmm. and uh, there's bumps in the road. Uh, I come off pretty strong with a lot of love, so yeah. I'm sure it comes off somewhat weird. Uh, but uh, I, I find I found that over time they they kind of like you're not loving today. What's wrong? What's happening? <laughs> you spend four months with people right. in close quarters, yeah, you know, and uh, that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, we've we've built a really strong family unit. And I say it's so funny to be five totally different people to create anything close to unity, like. We all look like we're fun. Like we're all going yeah. to a party, but we're all going to separate parties. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to the same house. I'm not going to the same house Juju's going to. Like I'm at some right. kind of Victorian goth seance and she's at a voodoo <laughs> high priestess throwdown. And Roz is, you know, a go-go dancer down at the birdcage. Like oh, I mean, yeah. like we're not going to the same places, but we all come together and it's magic. It it's is absolute yeah. magic. It is magic. I love that. I do love how different all your personalities are and like obviously like you all dress amazing it's unreal like we're oh, like taking outfits. notes we're googling like okay we're, red checkered coat that matches every episode we're like Roz like, <laughs> we we need her outfit With she makes hats. a lot of that yeah Oh, it's, she does. She makes a lot, yeah. Like those ghost earrings, really. Uh, the denim jacket with the sparkles and the swirls, yeah. And the ghost, she makes. She made that. Oh wow! So it's a That's Rob original. Like, yeah, because we were like, where is she finding all of these like two piece sets? Like it's, they're Honey, so cute. Amazing. She is. She is. Uh, we throw the, the community throws the word iconic around a lot. Yeah. But let's go to the the real the Webster of it. Ross Hernandez is, is iconic. She's oh yeah. An icon. She's, she's she's an icon. And uh, truth be told, I I could marry her and be very happy. <laughs> I mean, we'd have separate lovers and separate bedrooms and separate houses. I would imagine. Oh yeah, it's twenty twenty four. Who's you know doing monogamy <laughs> anyway? Let's be honest. Everyone needs right. their own their own bed, their own space, their own yes. sound machine. You know, <laughs> absolutely that. Absolutely, she's just. I mean, she's just iconic. Uh, so yeah, she makes all that herself. Well, you're also a fashion icon. We watched the first episode, and I immediately ordered a new hat. <laughs> she did. Uh, did she get a bowler? She didn't get no. a bowler. She did. She got a cowboy. Oh, I got hat. a cowboy hat because she she owns a horse. I'm actually, a horse girl. So yeah. So so I got a new one. Um, but it's not like the regular shape. It's like a different. It's like a gambler. I'm like I gotta get like the little like kind of fun like retro vibe going on. There's hat boxes all over our living room. You influenced her for you sure. Did. I was like, I mean, you got hat boxes. I live with them. There's like five right now sitting yeah, around. They're like all over. Nicole's like, when are you cleaning our, this yeah, up? Our living room is just like full of them right now. So, so you I'll use them for storage, babe. Use them for storage. Oh, oh, good yeah. To store more hats. <laughs> Buy more hats. Yeah. I love that. A girl can never have too many hats. So. No, she cannot. Yeah. Or say something shoes. A girl needs to say something shoe as well. <laughs> So you're my personal fashion icon. So thank you. Oh my God. I've, I've, as people said to me that one day that this would happen and I was like, no way on earth. Would anybody think I'm fashionable at all? So that actually hits and I'm really actually sincerely grateful. But thank you. I'm humbled by that. No, That's awesome. I made her pause the show and I was like, let me just hit up Stetson.com real quick. Hold on. Measure my head for me. 
It does. And I was like, okay, can we finish watching the show? Not yet. No. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love that. That's amazing. So how do you guys select the locations for the show? Do you guys get to pick or is it like production that does it? Well, we all got asked oh, kind fun. of like where we would like to go. Yeah. Right. Um, and there were some locations that we didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. but there were others that were somehow linked to us. Hmm. Yeah. For example, uh, um, House of Wheels and Juju. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Louisville Palace being a theater and Logan, mm-hmm. but also Louisville being K- Kentucky, and that's my home state. Right. Yeah. Um, Clown Motel and Roz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say this. They asked us in an interview, um, what are some each of us? What are some of your biggest fears? I said sharks. Oh no! Homelessness, spiders, clowns. Yeah. And they're like, "You're afraid of clowns?" I was like, "Yeah." They're like, "Okay, cool." Clown motel, it is. <laughs> I felt so bad for you in that episode. Oh my god! No, well, you yeah. you mentioned it, and you were like, "I remember," because mm-hmm. it was the first horror movie that I ever saw, and it like scarred me for life too. So I was like, "Yes, Ken." I was like, "I'm right there with you." <laughs> yeah, I hate clowns because of Tim Curry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's fucking terrifying. I mean, he it's giveth terrible. and he taketh away. We have Rocky Horror <laughs> and then we yeah. have it and it's like <laughs> in, inside you there are two Tim Currys, you know. <laughs> well, I think there are three cuz I'm also very <clears throat> I'm also very Wadsworth from Clue. Oh, Clue. Yes, Honestly, yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you nailed it. Tim Curry giveth and he taketh away. That yeah. is very true. Very he does. True. I love I love him. And I haven't got to meet him. He's one of the only celebrities I've never got to meet that I really want to. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You got to ask him if he's ever licked an Emmy. Oh, I bet he's licked a lot. <laughs> I bet. No, oh, no, yeah. him. I bet he's licked a lot. <laughs> oh, but yeah. um, Clown, the Clown Motel was a, a, a terrible situation because uh, not only that, but they said, is there something that you absolutely do not want to happen on camera? I said, mm-hmm. under no circumstance do I take a hat off. So not only oh, no. am I going, yeah, so not only am I going into a room full of 2,000 clowns, right. my mm-hmm. worst fears, they want me to be in sensory deprivation while yeah. I'm there and communicate with the dead, yeah. as well as a ghost, like a shadow trickster clown. Yeah. And would you mind taking your head off so we can put the headphones over you? Yes, I was like, that. bitch, you didn't, you didn't hear a word I said when we were going through this interview process. They just did the opposite. Uh, no, I think they did hear yeah. you. And yeah. they're like, let's fuck yeah. with Ken. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you this much, though. Elaine White, who's the showrunner, mm-hmm. who's, who makes like some, a lot of the big decisions. Elaine White does. She, there's nothing about that woman I don't love. Mm-hmm. Everything she pushed me to do or experience was was essential. Yeah. I am so grateful she made me do that. I'm grateful mm-hmm. that she didn't make me. She 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 suggested it, and mm-hmm. I the the group first thought great idea, and I was like, not happening. <laughs> and then yeah, so yeah, I I, I just think Clamotel was terrible. I, I don't. I hope we don't ever go back. <laughs> I hope not ever. Never ever. You, yeah, you need like a hat that has like headphones attached to it or oh, something. Yeah, you need you like a sensory deprivation built hat. in. You know what I mean? Like a built-in boggle sensory deprivation bowl. I we mean, some of the new name, but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the yeah. boggle goggles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like <gasps> and boggle, boggle goggles. It's perfect. Oh God, Trademark stop. patent pending. <laughs> yeah, boggle goggle team. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love that. 
Oh, that's oh, weird. man. But you guys went to Waverly Hills, though. And we actually earlier, well, last year, early last year, we we mm-hmm. also investigated Waverly Hills. And that's a place where you've, you've investigated before then, right? Or you you frequently visit Waverly, yeah. right? Yeah. I, well, I, I went to Waverly as a part of one of those group deals, you know, yeah. back before right. the haunted house attraction and all that. Yeah. It was a group thing. And um, I, how do you say this without offending somebody? <laughs> Fuck it. It's probably going to happen anyway. Here's how it, here's how it went for me. I felt that a lot of spirits that were there were kept there by the people who were making money off of them. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had heard rumor. I allegedly, oh, this will keep us from getting sued. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, the owners were telling people, the, those people at that time were telling people not to cross spirits on for that reason. Okay. Allegedly. <laughs> hearsay. <there> was hearsay, <laughs> conjecture. I mean, like, it, there, was, there was rumor that, um, people have throughout the course of history gone in and actually conjured spirits to bring them into the space. Oh, I, believe I would it. believe that. I believe it. In times of like, you know, it not being used and not being taken care of, people mm-hmm. would go in there and do seances and things like that. I, I believe mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So no, I went to, to Waverly and in that context was not thrilled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so also I thought it was very overdone. I was like, this is, this is like everybody in their granny has been to Waverly. Yeah. Hills. Yeah. Like, it is, it is, a, a, it's like the pinnacle of paranormal experiences. Absolutely, though. yeah. So you have to go. But um, yeah, that when we went, it took a completely different turn than I thought it was going to. Really? And, uh, yeah, and some of my favorite outfits are in that show. As a matter of fact. <laughs> what, what did you mean by it took a different turn? Like, what were you expecting? Uh, I was expecting a lot of the same thing. Nurse hung mm-hmm. herself. There's doctors running sure. around. Disembodied voices. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But I got to meet uh, Josh. Oh this yeah, guy who who went to a haunted attraction, mm-hmm. and uh, his whole life had been for eight years, yeah, influenced and degraded by this entity that had attached itself. Mm-hmm. And in the course of that, we got to learn a lot about. Why you shouldn't have haunted attractions in a morgue? Isn't that why you should... <laughs> like when we yeah. went? They kind of kept us like away from that area. We're like, well, yeah. why? They're like, well, it's a haunted house. We're like, oh, that's kind of fucked up. Like, yeah, it's not like yeah. people, a lot of people died here, <laughs> tens of thousands yeah. of people. But yeah, we'll yeah. just put an Annabelle doll in the corner and be like, isn't that scary? <laughs> right. Or jump out at people, or perpetuate the cycle of fear. And yes. keep yeah. fear as a as a thing. Um, I, I, for my money, and I didn't see it until the show aired, mm-hmm. uh, my money goes to Juju, who looked at somebody and said, well, I mean, it is a horror show in the morgue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, what do you expect? <laughs> obviously. Like, how could you be so, yeah. Um, I since talked to uh, Ken, who was the manager at the time there, mm-hmm. and uh, he has since taken his leave, but uh, he said that what we did there was really very beneficial. Good. Um, Actually, I keep in touch with at least one person from each episode. Oh, that's so oh. special. Well, a lot of people don't. And I don't get that. Like, how can you right. be yeah. going to all these places and not and affect somebody's life and not give a not care when you're gone? That's crazy. Right. But uh, the other day, I was watching. I went to uh, the Louisville Palace to see Madonna Jed. Yeah. Went to the ticket booth. There was Jill and Caitlin, and I was like, sis, and 
big question about was coming because I called him up and was like, I'm totally going to be there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they, uh, Caitlin cried. She was like, it was a complete life changing moment for her. Oh, wow. You, you know, you do have uncle energy. You're right. You do. Yeah. 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 You're just checking up on all your little babies. Yeah. And I'm the kind of uncle who's going to let you have a cigarette before your time. I'm, I'm the kind of uncle oh, yeah. like, do you want to try this wine? You're cooler? the cool I'm uncle. uncle. Yeah. I'm going to let you cuss when your mom's not around. And I'll be like, yeah, I hate her too. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like she's always been that way. You know what I mean? Like, if you yeah, need to run away uncle. from home, come to yeah. Uncle Ken's. Yeah. Come to Uncle Ken's. That's right. That goes for everybody. If you ever need to run away, you come. come <laughs> To my place. I'll take care of it. Not a regular uncle, a cool uncle. Cool uncle. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, so you guys use a lot of like equipment. Obviously, you use your tarot deck. Um, do you have another piece of equipment? Like um anything like yeah. electronic? You know, or like yeah, like Alex prefer? is the tech person. Yeah. But do you have a particular that piece you... of equipment that you like? Yeah, I love a REM pod. Oh yeah. I, I just love got a REM, a REM pod. pod. Did you? Yeah, I haven't used it yet, though. All right, well, you have to bedazzle it the way Alex did Alex. We're going That's to. what we were saying. That was another yes. thing I was going to say. I love everything that you guys use because there's just everything's bedazzled and yeah. beautiful. And, and if you notice, mm-hmm. even our cameras, I did when, see we're that. Doing, when we're doing one-on-ones, yeah. they are each slightly us. I think mine was black crocodile skin. Oh, nice. Alex, Alex's was black with spikes and, and you know, somebody had a disco ball kind of vibe. Yeah. Anyway, uh, no, I, you make it your own, personalize it. But yeah. rim pods are great. Rim pods are great. Also, I just got off the phone. If you There's a particular obvious list that you buy mm-hmm. that when the words pop up, they you hear either a male voice or a female voice. Mm-hmm. I just did a tarot card reading for the female voice in the obvious just before we got on this call. Wow, really? Yeah, I was like, oh, shut cool. up. You're the paranormal Siri. <laughs> I was going <laughs> right? to say, it's like Siri, you can customize it. You like make it British and it's like, oh, I'm a ghost. And get, and get this, Dave Schrader is the male voice. No, really? he's not. What? That's what she said. I'm gonna text allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, I Dave earlier today too. I just brought that up. Nice. Right. Uh, we love Dave. We uh, met him at Michigan Paracon. Yeah, um, he's a trip. A couple years back, but yeah, he's hilarious. I, I think. I think. I think that there are a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Here I go. Right, be ready. <laughs> I think that there are a lot of people in this business who are absolute assholes. Yes. <laughs> and you probably already know them, the- but. Here's your group. This is the go-to group. Okay. Shane Pittman. Oh, we love Shane Pittman. <laughs> I have a story I about mean, Shane Pittman. It isn't he? Just, he's lickable. He. That's what I'm talking he about. He is such like a little treat. He's, yeah, he's like he's a little so gem, wholesome, and just like nice. Oh, honey. You know, last time we and saw naughty him, naughty and tricky, and like <laughs> he's got a wicked sense of humor. I love him. Yeah, that. he's spicy. Him and Dave together are hilarious God, too. They're so funny. Pittman's so spicy. Yeah. Last time we saw him, we shark tanked him, and we're like, you need to start. Pitman deodorant and Pitman barbecue sauce, right? It's name. It's in the name. And we tried to pitch him this. He was like, <laughs> okay. He wasn't having it. He's like, do you want some pizza? We're like, okay, yeah, thanks. We'll have pizza. But yeah. just think about I, it. I'm, I'm going to text him as soon as we're done and be like, do Pitman it. barbecue sauce? I need that. Yeah, I need that. It's like, are, are you a Pitman or pit are man. you, you know, I think yeah. it's great. He wasn't Ooh, having it. Pitman TM. Yeah. We're doing a lot today, gal. We oh, really yeah. are. Yeah. So I always think Dave Schrader, Shane Pittman, mm-hmm. Ray Cosley, uh, the girl Amy, who was on their team for 28 Days Haunted. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I love Steve Gonsalves, Grant Wilson, um, uh, Dave Tango. 
Yeah, I, I love Dustin Perry's one of the soul to the earth great people. He, he is another and like really positive, yeah. just like great energy he's, person. He's great. Yeah. Oh, he's phenomenal. Yeah. He's phenomenal. And there are a couple of others, but there's a handful of mean girls mm. <laughs> who have oh boy, here we go. Who, who they're never gonna listen to this because my name's gonna be on it. Um <laughs> they're they're themselves are gay paranormal investigators who haven't said one positive thing about it. Who haven't even posted one positive thing about it. And mm. here's what really fries my chicken. It really it burns a biscuit. It does. Yeah. It really upsets me. This pisses me off that I have bought these people's books. Oh. I have I've spent a tremendous amount of money to have readings from them. Mm-hmm. I have attended their galleries. Mm-hmm. I have stood up for them for a number of times, especially when they got stung, quote unquote stung, and they they were they were said to have made up things about dead people who weren't even dead. Mm-hmm. I stuck by them. Yeah. And now where are they? Yeah. Where are they when it's my turn? And the point is they're right. mean girls. They should be ashamed. And oh. they, they'll react poorly to this if they do hear it because they know it's the truth. Well, put them in the burn Work. book. Yeah. Put them in the burn book. We'll create our own paranormal burn book. The boggle, the boggle burn book. Yes. We got to get like a patent lawyer on the phone. Like, we need it. Well, for starters, we need a pen and piece of paper because these ideas are going <laughs> to fly out the window. We got to record it. We got to record it. Don't worry. It. We'll listen we'll back. We'll refer back. We got all these I ideas. We were even, I forgot we were even doing an interview. I just been <laughs> talking. I had no idea. We're, we're doing an interview. We're starting multiple businesses. Uh, uh-huh. It's amazing. Moguls. We're moguls. We're moguls. moguls. It's boggling yeah. my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that. Yeah. Oh, man. That's so funny. I got to say, in this community, it's small, but it's big. And. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to treat people nicely just in real life in general, but Support also like, your friends. We're all in this together. So like you got to help your friends out. Your friends got to help you out and you learn quick. Who's a friend and who's not a friend. Yeah. But can we take it one step deeper? Let's do it. Yes. Do you mind? Let's go a little bit deeper. Yeah. We are the exact same people that were treated that way in high school. Yes. Mm-hmm. So all these paranormal quote unquote celebrities, mm-hmm. we're all the weirdos. Who all got judged mm-hmm. and they weren't allowed to sit at the cool kids at the table at the cafeteria. You would think that when they had a chance in adulthood yep. to treat people differently, that they would have the common decency to right. do so. Yeah, at least and the other don't. weird kids, right? They don't. And I think whenever you're there for the weirdos, the weirdos are there for you. We are mm-hmm. all like you said, it's a small but it's a small but uh intense community. Mm-hmm. And it's about time that people treated those ticket holders book buyers, show watchers with some respect. Yeah. Because right. without them, there would not be us. Exactly. And without and without them and the people who go to our galleries and yeah. buy our books and, and buy time with us to do readings, we would all be working at Walgreens or yeah. at uh, CVS or right. Walmart or something, you know? Yeah, some terrible job that, you know, whatever. But we, we get to talk about ghosts for a living and how freaking cool is that honestly i mean the every day although it's somewhat exhausting Mm -hmm. because i work seven days a week oh wow and it's usually about like actual tarot card reading i probably do about five every day wow that sounds exhausting Uh, yeah yeah but i sit down and i think to myself Thank God I don't have to sell shampoo at salons anymore. Or thank God, yes. thank God yeah. I don't have to deal with highlights that didn't turn out well. 
or some rich white lady yelling at me because she wrote the damn day down wrong. Like I, literally the last job I had at the salon, a lady did that. I just stopped her and I said, madam, you have no idea who I am. Right. You have no idea who I am. And I was like, but I tell you what you do know, I'm a human being and I deserve to be treated better. Yes. You're a wreck. Like you are a bad person. That's yeah. right. And I, I, did, I obviously didn't stay at that job for very long because the show happened and yeah. <laughs> I got to leave. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that was recent? Yeah. Oh, wow. I worked at a salon where um, I always worked. Like I worked for Redkin Matrix, L'Oreal. Mm -hmm. uh, when I wasn't working in a salon as a manager, front desk supervisor, I was working as a salon stylist resource. Oh, wow. Where the color that would, like the professional color used, you would, the stylist come to us to buy it, all the tools, the shears, mm -hmm. they would, they would use on you, they would purchase through me. And uh, that's why I would go to like L'Oreal, yeah. excuse me, L'Oreal Symposium in Los Angeles and uh, Redkin in New York and things like that. Oh, so wow. yeah, that's always been my job for 25 years. That and serving tables, I used to do that in yeah. the yeah, I like the fun little, like, well, not fun. All the, the hustle jobs, for sure. The, hum, yeah. the hustle jobs. Yeah, but we had fun, though. We did have fun. Oh, yeah. We'd sneak around and, yeah, we'd sneak around and have a drink every now and then. Or we'd, we'd do something, you know, we'd oh, do yeah. something. Right. Oh, you and, have uh, to. you got to make it fun for yourself. Code words covering yeah, for people. And, yeah. <laughs> I think you would all get at the end of the bar and talk shit. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. The movie Waiting is so, I, so, uh, yeah, I love that movie. so uncanny. It's uncannily, like it's eerily accurate, you know? Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we've all been there. I mean, we yeah. don't talk about the pube situation, but we've all been, <laughs> we've all been places we never thought we'd hey, end up. Hey, you okay? know what? Sometimes people deserve to have pubes put on their food, okay? How many times are you going to send a steak back? That's all I'm saying. Right. It's like, <laughs> there's only so many ways you can cook it, ma'am. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, I, I never did anything as such, but uh, I, no, I did me either. Certain, Definitely. I did have a certain thing that I did. Do you want to hear about it? Yes, yes, we want to hear about it. Give us the I tea. Would, what if we were like, I no? Would, I'd be like, good, because that's what I said my career. You have to tell um, us. I used to, so it was difficult. I used to lick the rim of the glass. Okay, I love it. That's not that bad. Why am I always licking things? Man? I was just going to say, I am seeing a pattern. There seems to be, yeah, there seems to be a pattern here. We all have our thing. I get it. It's fine. That's why I've had COVID five times. That's why. I five? Stuff. That's too many times. Oh my gosh. gosh. Come on. I've had yeah, it too. Well, I've had it too. So. Yeah. I, I thought it was a badge of honor because I think I'm the antibody. I feel like they should study my blood because clearly <laughs> yeah. I can't die. That's right. Um, but I was doing a reading for a lady, and she said her daughter, who's a uh, school teacher, a mm -hmm. public school teacher, has had it eight times. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Well, that makes sense, teachers. Yeah. yeah. Children are yeah. walking germs. I was gonna say, that's a nicer thing than Petri, I was going to say. Petri dishes of bacteria. <laughs> right. <laughs> what blessings? Hashtag blessed. Yes. Hashtag blessed. Yeah. They're adorable. We love them. Future generations, but disgusting. Gross, sticky, vile, <laughs> little loud bastard. Jam on their fingers all the time. Yeah, like, why? Where'd you even get jam? What's where, going on? Where right? are they what? getting all this jam? What is that jam? Where's the jam on the fingers? Where? where who does that? There's a there's a movie, jam on your fingers, and they're always sticky. The kids are always sticky. Oh my god, there's a movie. I think it's Tom Hanks. I, was, I don't know, but it's hilarious. Oh no, it's I just really stole funny. someone's joke on accident. <laughs> That's iconic. Go for it. Okay. Yes. Well, in that case, slay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then slay. Right. Is, oh. is there any place that you haven't investigated that you're just dying to go to? Like, this is your dream investigation place. Yeah. And I asked for it in season one and I didn't get it. But 
Season two, maybe? Uh, uh, if we get a season two, if we get a season two. I'm really two, hoping we do. All my fingers. Listen, my knees are sore. I've been praying about it so hard. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no more reasons. It. But um, I... <laughs> I asked to go to I asked to go to the hospital where uh, the young man Robert was possessed, and uh, the they kept him in the hospital wing, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's in I think St. Louis. Okay, I really want to go to that. I want to go to where there was actual, like, detailed, Mm -hmm. like very good, like history of something really horrific like that happening yeah. just to see is there a residual yeah if right. so what is it like uh is, is it uh, or are there intelligent non-human entities that are that are there on the property mm-hmm. i did find out that there's a storage unit mm. where the furniture that he was in or on uh is actually kept <gasps> and uh i would even go to that storage unit the energy how could you make a whole episode out of any storage? You know, Roz Hernandez could fill in the blanks. Oh, I think we got it. Show. Yes, I think yeah, we got yes, she could. Yeah, one donut at a time. She got. That was another thing. It. We loved the amount of donuts. It was just like <laughs> hilarious. Listen, I made the joke the other day that I started the donut. Yeah, I started it, and then Roz mm-hmm. stole it. Not factual. <laughs> Roz loves donuts, but I, I see when I tell a joke, it doesn't land the way Roz's does, which is why I'm, you know, Uncle Kim was just stoic, but. Uh, <laughs> But if you watch episode one, mm-hmm. I was slamming donuts. I saw that. I saw the now, donuts. We're, I slammed it so donuts. hard. I slammed it so hard that Logan said, would you please stop eating the set? <laughs> <laughs> the comfort Wait, food. I you were mean, scared. But, there were so many clowns. You were like yes. stress eating. Yeah, it's not at all the fact that I have a carbohydrate addiction. And that <laughs> no, I not at all. Not no. at all. I was coping. But the fact is, Ross Hernandez eats a tremendous amount of donuts, and she swallows. Yeah. A lot of people in television and movies will act like this, and then they mm. spit it out. Not my girl. No, no, no. Ross Hernandez swallows, and I love it. <laughs> you can't waste. Well, I'm going to put that as in the title. Yeah. Interview with Ken Bogle, Ross Hernandez as like quote, Roz Hernandez swallows. Yeah, we're gonna take that yeah. out of context pretty hard. So Roz swallows, absolutely. Yeah, she'll love that. Ken, I'm sure she will. Ken has proof. So <laughs> I have receipts. It's amazing. I love it so much. I love just all of you guys together, just like a little group of friends. Like if I could like peek in on one GC, I, I need mm. to get into that group chat. You know what I mean? Like, I think I think that people would be surprised Mm -hmm. really i think they'd be surprised because there's a lot that we can't talk about yeah uh that the five of us uh deal with and it is remarkable how very when push comes to shove yeah when one person in the group is unhappy all five stand up yeah Mm -hmm. Amazing. Arms folded, feet planted. We don't go anywhere until that individual is satisfied. I love that. And I and, and I said uh, uh, probably about halfway through the series, I said Scout Productions made a huge mistake when they told us all to be friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's not right. your ride or dies. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way it should be, though. That I mean, is, especially yeah. when you're out investigating stuff like ghosts and demons mm-hmm. and scary things. Like you need that support. Well, that and also when you're living together, oh, you know, yeah. are you? We right. we had this, and it was such a weird experience too for for months. 
-hmm. we were in this bubble of us, you know, this living for the dead bubble. And it, it really alters your reality. Yeah. And I remember the day we, the last episode we filmed was the Lint Mansion and they filmed closing interviews of us. Mm -hmm. And I was crying and weeping so hard that they completely scrapped mine. Somebody had to run and grab, ran and grabbed a roll of paper towels. Oh. It wasn't toilet paper, toilet paper. And I was just going, I, I, I couldn't help it. I came home and I, on this very sofa, yeah. I, I, I laid here for almost two months oh. because I missed them so much. Yeah. I still do. That's, I love that. You know, I have to say your birthday is the day after mine. We're both February Aquariuses. Um, Ooh. That's right. I'm the first or the second. And everyone thinks that we're like unemotional, heartless, unbothered. I cry. I've, I'm a, I'm a crybaby. Like I cry all the time. <laughs> I'm a lay on the couch with a blanket over my head to the point where Nicole has to like kick me and be like, "Are you alive? Are you good? Are you good?" And then she knows yeah. I am because I'm openly sobbing and she can hear it. So <laughs> everyone thinks that Aquariuses get a bad rap for being unemotional, and I think we're possibly the deepest of like the. It's like the love, like. It's all about the love we get attached, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, we're very Ravenclaw, to borrow a Harry Potter reference. Yeah. We're very Ravenclaw. I love um, Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, and that we're logical and rational yeah. to our standard. Yes. But measurably, we're incredibly intelligent. And we're also Obviously. very alien. I remember there was a time when uh, I used to own a haunted former brothel that would oh, turn cool. into an Airbnb. Where you could pay a certain amount of money and you could spend the weekend with me. I would give you paranormal experiences, seances, and we'd have midnight margaritas and we'd wear That's kimonos awesome. that and is so play cool. and tribal drums. And yeah. Uh, and all the food was catered. We had a private bar. I want to, can you open this back up for our birthday? Yeah, I, I would like, we will. I would like we will. to participate in we this. Will. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of legislators living there now, but uh, <laughs> as soon as we get them out, we're, we're going to restart that. However, uh, having said that, um, there was a time when I brought in a astrologer to do birth charts, explain birth charts, mm -hmm. do the birth charts to the people who were there. And she did mine. And she was like, we're going to save kids until the end because you, we won't believe what his is like. Yeah. And, uh, they're all like, oh, okay. We went through everybody's, they were all very balanced. We'll say. Okay. Uh, and she whips mine out and it is one giant triangle tilted at Aquarius. I am Aquarius rising. I am moon. I am sun Aquarius. Wow. A lot of my houses are in Aquarius. Like there's a lot of Aquarius about it. And she said, basically what this means is mm -hmm. Ken Boggle is an alien criminal iceberg genius with a really good heart. That's a good compliment. Honestly. Yeah. That's a, that's Solid. a great compliment. Yeah. But if you boil it down, it's the creation of a sociopath. I'm like, that sounds sort of sociopathic, but no. I think I think the empathy changes that. I think yeah. that the good heart changes that. Yeah. Um, but I think we we can be very cold and we can be very sharp. Well, don't wrong you us. Know? It's not that hard. If you wrong us, then yeah, we're evil. It's, Otherwise, we love you. <laughs> I mean, but we forgive pretty well. Yeah. Like we can forgive. We're done. Don't forget, we're done. But we can forgive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, if it's logical and rational to do so, and it all makes sense, we're forgiving. But uh, for my money, I can't think of a safer place to be than next to me. You do somebody wrong, yeah. and they're in my in my bubble. You've messed <laughs> up. The boggle it bubble. Is... Don't mess with Uncle Ken. That's right. No, 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 no. The safest place is next to me because I I look like a teddy bear, but I'm really a grizzly. I will get you. <laughs> I will get you good. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, fur will fly. I love it. He's a bear, everyone. A bear. That's right. <laughs> That's so cool. Well, we could ask you 10 million questions. We have 9 billion of them over here. Ken, you are amazing. Oh. Yeah, thank We're you so much for deeply obsessed with, with you. Um, you're the thank best you ever. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. I have to ask you one last question that I think is, it tells a lot about a person, if you have a minute. Yeah. If you could choose your last meal, what would it be? I think about this all the time. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Same. You have to have a drink, see, see, too. I think about That's important. Okay, well, the drink is easy. Mm -hmm. uh, it is a Tito's with cranberry okay. juice yeah. and two limes. Okay, two double limes. Delicious. Forever. Double Delicious. the limes. Forever. I like a little extra cranberry juice, too, because I'm cutting back on my alcohol. Mm. Uh, Non-alcoholic beverage would, without a shadow of a doubt, be a McDonald's Diet Coke. It must be fresh. Yes. What is it about McDonald's Coke that is just, like, superior? Uh, great. In every possible way. It's like... It's work. It's a delicious it's a drug to me. It, I, it's a drug. Yes. And I would go behind the counter and just shove the tube down my mouth <laughs> if I could get away with it. Yeah. I'd lick it. That's for sure. You, got, you have to. I mean, that's your thing, yes. but also like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think. Uh, I think my final meal would be. A cheeseburger, double cheese, a double quarter pounder with cheese, mm. large fries, chicken nuggets. Uh, Dipping sauce? No dipping sauce. Okay. Controversial. I would have, I would have General Tso's chicken, rigatoni, mm. and I would have a pint of Ben and Jerry's Americone Dream. It's the best one. Oh, man, I'm Do you so know hungry. Americone Dream is the best one. Yes. It is everything. It's my... Come live with us. Can we just become best friends? <laughs> Both of you, come on. Please, please. Let's go. You're both welcome. Come live with Uncle Ken. Don't do, don't quit what you're doing. Come over here. We're can, fine. We, can we just do this from there? That's fine. Yeah, yeah we can. Let's just yeah. do it. Just I mean, from clearly, you, there's space. You can do whatever you want here. Great. Yeah. No. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see you in a couple hours because we're yeah. in Chicago. So <laughs> yeah. So we'll just drive down. This is a few hours. <laughs> well, next time, if I'm ever in that area again, let's yes. do yeah. Yes, do please. For okay. real, for real. Our house is super crazy haunted, so if you ever want to come talk to some spirits, we got plenty of them. Or maybe we could just go to McDonald's. <laughs> we'll just get Diet Cokes and buy a Coke. double quarter pounders with cheese from McDonald's. We actually, the town that we live in is famous for having the first McDonald's. Sure. Oh, really? Yeah, Desplaines, yeah. Yep. Displays. Yep. Yes, 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 yes. They yeah, did they tear it. They tear it. They tore it down. It though, used to so. be a museum, but then they just tore it down. Sadly, they did like do that. history. How can you do that? They built a new one across the street. It's fine. Ugh, but still, I know right? the history. Ugh, that's yeah, terrible. that's great. That Thank you all for having me. Back in the day, I used to be a podcast host, and I knew what it was like to try to create content and get people to be on board. Oh, yeah. it, I know how much work you put into it, and I'm incredibly grateful you even thought about me. Thank you for watching the show. Yes, yes thank uh, you. If anybody at home wants to do readings, go to KenBoggle.com. Go to the readings page, fill that out. Find me on social media by simply Googling Ken Boggle. Yes, we'll put all of your links to all your social medias and stuff in the show notes. And yes. then also, everyone, Ken's birthday is it's so soon. It's the this day is, after Noel. That's right. So you have to remember. <laughs> <laughs> this will come out before your birthday. We're going to share some links in there if you want to send him anything fun for his birthday. Aww, he deserves it's my it. It's 40th birthday. Can I, real quick, I know you, yeah. I, I hate to do this to you. No, please. It's my 40th birthday. Yes. And I haven't asked for anything specific yes. for 30 years. Yes. 
The last time I asked for something specific, we were really, really poor, and I asked for a Red Power Ranger action, action figure. Tommy, did you and my mother came, My mother came up to me, and she said, baby, you know what times are like right now. And I was, we were working. I, I've been working since I was eight years old because we were mm-hmm. so poor. Mm-hmm. And she said, mommy will get you the Red Power Ranger, which is totally fine. It's your gift. You can have it. Love it. Great. Or, and she said, I'm sorry it has to be this way. Or, you can get a cake that all of us can share Aww. with the Red Power Ranger on it. So you can either have the gift, which is yours, and you can, and she said, I won't judge you at all. Or you can get the cake and us all enjoy it. She said, I'll be sure there's a Red Power Ranger on it. Uh-huh. And I chose the cake. Why wouldn't you choose the cake? Oh, and so sweet. since then, I kind of since then I gave up on asking for things for my birthday. So yeah. it's been a long time, a long time. So this year, I wanted a digital keyboard, piano, yes. and I wanted. So anyway, thank you all. If you want to give me something sweet, all my links are on there. I appreciate it. But forty years, I think it's about time I get some birthday gifts. That's yeah, right. I think you deserve to get what you want for your birthday. Yes, I for agree. Sure. I agree. Yes. <laughs> all right. I love you all very much. You take care and have a good day. Yeah. Okay. Thank thanks you. so much, Ken. It was so nice to see you. Um, bye, gal. Bye. And as always, remember to celebrate the strange and keep it unusual. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Yeah.